Hey everybody and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph here as always with... Lloyd Howell. Um, Ralph, I am happy to report that just before we sat down to record, my my cat has laid a big stinky shit mm. in the litter box, not six feet from where I'm recording. Are so. you sure you're not confusing your cat's shit with your latest posts, perhaps? Oh, ow! Oh. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph, how could you do me like you that? Can't, oh, you can't set me up oh like that, God. Lloyd. You think you'd learn by now? I, oof, you think you'd I, learn? Right? How many episodes is this? Thirty-five. This is, like, this is episode thirty-five, and I, I, I keep, uh, I keep falling <laughs> over the, over the, the, the traps I set for myself. This is, this is an embarrassing. Display. Hey, I got a question. How come you didn't engage with the, with the tweet I shouted you out in just before we started recording? Um. You shouted me out in a tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Check it out. Well, Check it out. On. Let me. What? All right. Do you want to read right. it? Hey, for Ralph the... Man has tagged you in a post. Fun fact: the void into which Void Howler is howling is my parted asshole, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, we're having words about this one, pal. For starters, <laughs> that was a real following. Oh. That was a real following my heart type of tweet because it just occurred to me: why not just blindside Lloyd okay. with like a All truly right. obscene tweet? Yeah, who has who has interacted? No with one's this interacting sort of with it. No, oh. I, I guess I we went had, too far. We had, I don't know. No, we had we had a friend of the show, Mark. Yeah. Mark has interacted with it. He has called it "Feeling Well" podcast behind I thought the folks, music. Good one, Mark. I thought Ooh. I thought folks were going to like that because they were going to be like, "Oh yeah, Lloyd." But uh, ah, I, don't know. I, I think it's I think it is past prime posting hours. We're doing this one a little bit that later could be. in the evening that could than we be, usually yeah. do. People are people are having dinner or something because because the country is starting to open back up. That's right. For better or worse, things are uh, slowly returning. Much to like my eager asshole. Big air quotes. Normal. That's right. <laughs> a truly cavernous space, which, which is anything but big air yes. quotes. Normal. I tell you that mm. much. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a weird one over here, That's folks. Right. You ever seen Ralph's asshole? If you have, you know there ain't nothing normal about mm-hmm. it, and there's a mm-hmm. it defies description. Mm-hmm. Um. But we're we're not gonna we're not gonna work blue all. No, this is, this is a blue. Like, this, this is a blue up so far. This because this is a feeling well after dark. This is a later than usual. Feeling well after yeah. dark. The boys are cutting loose. The boys are feeling are a little randy. The, feeling a little randy mm-hmm. as the sun sets. Aru, as the moon comes about, out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what'd you have going on all day that you had to push our recording back into this uh, into this twilight hour? I'll tell you. I uh, my sister wanted me to uh, go with her to a uh, Black Lives Matter protest here in Long Island. Believe it or not. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Oh my goodness, I know what you're thinking. Long Island, they're all they're all racist. Why would they have? But apparently. <laughs> There's protests here as well. Um, wow! So that's great. I don't know. I I I I felt was it great? Well, tell me. About I'll tell it. you about it. Well, I felt ambivalent about going because I'm like, ah, protest in Long Island. That doesn't really mm. that doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's not like <laughs> it doesn't feel like a like a consequential. Like, it feels like the major. Maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like the. I, I felt that like well, the major cities is when you're really challenging something. But I guess like right, if you can make people uncomfortable in the suburbs in a way that's even that's kind of even better right because it's yeah it's not yeah, like a uh, no. it's not like a simp it's not like a uh, a baseline sympathetic liberal hub necessarily you know right right so for it because like New York and LA are always going to be able to bring crowds out like Chicago is always going to have big protests I mean, or basically any major happen, city yeah yeah, yeah, but like if you can if you can get them to happen in like Bethpage, then sure. If you can, you if know. you if you could uh, if you could spook the folks with uh, pools out in the burbs, maybe mm-hmm. that counts for mm-hmm. something. So I don't know. I went along. It was uh, my uh, I went with my uh, sister who was high school age. Uh, she wanted to go. She's she's eighteen, I think. And it was mm. a protest that was it uh, seemed to be organized by high school students and mostly consisted of high school students with a few uh, errant uh, adults also participating. And I don't know. Okay. Look, it was fine. These are high schoolers in the suburbs. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the rhetoric was not on the level that I would have preferred. You know, uh-huh. it was more like there were a few signs that were like, 
defund the police, abolish the police, but it was mostly just kind of like Black Lives Matter in a vacuum, right, you know? Right. And even like, uh-huh. and there were like people who would like honk as we marched, and it, it just goes to show that, I don't know, like I couldn't help but feel a little skeptical because like even some long islanders even some italian long islanders like if you <laughs> if you nudge them they'll be like yeah i guess uh, all right i guess you know black people should be allowed to to be alive you know like they'll at least <laughs> submit that and like if yeah, you yeah. if you if if the rhetoric reaches such a point like they they will they will submit to black lives matter but mm-hmm. that ceases to be a meaningful slogan when it's divorced from anything actionable you know i'm hardly the first person to observe this but it's like Mm -hmm. saying black lives matter uh, not that that is insignificant but divorced from anything material it it can very quickly cease to be meaningful you know of course especially since this march i i think like you know like we like walked through the street for however many uh miles and like we were like kind of like tailed or like the the police like kind of lined the perimeter like it was a pro it was a protest that was done like with the cooperation of the police which I didn't really like ah, yes. like and so like no. uh, like no. I was telling my sister you know if the if the authorities aren't resisting what you're doing in any way if you're not challenging like are you really challenging anything is what you're doing mm. really substantial and granted again these are uh, kids in the suburbs of Long Island, they're not, of course, for example, yeah. people who have a lot less to lose, who are a lot more significantly mm-hmm. oppressed in urban areas, or uh, black-pilled millennial podcasters. But exactly. nonetheless, <laughs> like it was. Look, look. Was it nice to see <laughs> that not literally everyone in Long Island is racist? Yes. Uh, if we right. pissed off one Long Island dad. Sure, that's better than nothing. But I can't help bring him one step closer to his his uh, coronary. That's right. You know? That's right. Just put another another scale on the abacus. That's I right. That. That's right. And there was no <laughs> all the most we got were dirty looks. I was hoping there would be some antagonism because I saw some clips on Twitter mm-hmm. of like counter protesters at protests in Long Island. But I guess because it was like high schoolers, like like you have to really not care about looking like a piece of shit to antagonize like right. literal children who are just saying racism <laughs> is bad. <laughs> you know but but yeah if like yeah if it, like yeah. if it as as you say if it if it contributed at all to some long island dad's heart exploding at some point in the right. in the right. near future that's 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 certainly better than nothing but i don't know mm. i can't help but worry that these protests are gonna lapse into something that is safe and and sheerly rhetorical right well i mean it's not for nothing that the police have been trying to have been very actively trying to do that for a long time now. Like ever since this started, they've been doing like the photo ops. They've been doing like, like the dancing you saw, like, you know, the, the doing the Macarena with protesters only to beat the shit out of them an hour later. Mm -hmm. Or they'll like, sometimes they'll kneel along with protesters. Um, I fucking hate that. So they're, they are, they are trying to like, you know, diffuse the situation they're trying to keep more wendy's from getting burned down because that is that is ultimately their purpose is to protect you know capital yeah and that's another thing too like that's like i couldn't i I couldn't help but you know we spoke on this uh to a certain extent on the last episode but i couldn't help but think like like look this this has to be a net positive right like there is there is sustained Mm. protest in this in this safe even in this safe, relatively affluent suburb in Long Island, like these kids, mm-hmm. they they are caring for a sustained period of time. That has to be good. But it's like, I don't know, is this really, is that good? Is this really protest? Or is this just a sign that that this rhetoric is being normalized? Like the paradigm shift is not anything material it's just in this rhetoric because like as you say like what the Mm. cops are trying to do like we're probably going to enter a new paradigm in which everybody even democratic politicians every Mm -hmm. brand at oreos at doritos has to at least pay lip service to cops being bad which is unprecedented 
But that's not necessarily going to translate into anything uh, 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 material, into anything substantial. So I worry no, that these like not. sustained protests in Long mm. Island, even if they're all like well-meaning people, it's just a sign that what's being normalized is just the rhetoric and not actually a like collective hostility towards what the police represent, you know? Right. And I, I I mean, it's hard to say what the effect of this is, because you do have what I would call a very genuine mass movement going on and brands just kind of shaking in their boots, hoping that it can be diffused into a very like noncommittal, vague kind of cultural expression that ends up seeing a few police departments effectively like rebranded as like guardians or like community liaison Peace officers, officers or some yeah, yeah. other yeah like like some kind of bland acronym like there will be that that is that is absolutely like they want to make that the steam valve like let's okay like you guys win here we go like we're gonna give the cops a fresh coat of paint and like call it a day like that's that's that to me is the worst case scenario i mean short of like national guard massacres i guess but there are definitely uh, uh, more bad worst case but that would be bad of yeah, course yeah. of course right um that would be kind of that that's that's the the option where the movement fails to create any effective change just kind of like sputters out in like a couple of a couple of policemen like i don't know maybe they maybe they're the, the, like the caliber of their ammunition goes down like they can't carry. Well, I mean, like after Ferguson, they just anymore. did like the body cams, and that didn't fucking do anything, you know? Right, right. That's the that's that's the thing. Like that's the uh, like to me the best the case scenario. Like the not can't wait I mean, campaign. not that this would be uh, like like the most positive, realistic outcome is that we enter this new era in which there's just kind of like a sustained cold war between civilians and the police where there's like consistent mm -hmm. protesting and like sporadic violence or property damage or something. And that kind of becomes right. the new normal, but like and there's like a big cultural shift against just like the institution of policemen and like being a cop is like, ugh, like, yeah, don't do that. Like, that's, yeah. And not that's just, and up. not just on the level of rhetoric, like these protests continue on like a semi regular basis and, mm -hmm. You know, I guess like a parallel would be like, like in urban areas in like the seventies. You know, where mm -hmm. you, where it's mm -hmm. it's it's like a it's like an on and off like kind of contentious thing with the police. But I guess I don't know. I guess that right. wouldn't happen because like we're like, I don't know. Like we're reach. It, it feels. It really does feel like a breaking point. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think so. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, just like the police get reimagined and like just kind of broken down into but i mean that i don't that's know that's the thing like i i mean either i say that and what i mean is like there's either got to be like some concessions that will sate people or i don't know or it just becomes like another thing where the protests just kind of uh, fizzle out or they become something that is like kind of compartmentalized and inconsequential and safe and just like uh -huh. purely something uh -huh. that people do to to feel better but i don't know right right yeah we'll have to see i'm i am cautiously optimistic it seems like seems like there's not like there's still a lot of momentum no, that's true. No, of course. And I, I'm um, speaking about this like bullshit Long Island protest. Obviously, there's a lot. It, it feels like there's a lot more people who are putting a lot more skin in the game in like kind of uh, right. areas that matter right. than ever before. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's not just limited to. I feel like even there, there is still the risk of like the de-reification of this whole thing, you know? Like, I feel like that's right. Yeah, th that can happen. <laughs> like, there will be like they'll uh, sacrifice a couple cops, you know, and then, as you say, right. they'll 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 rebrand in some superficial way. And then the cycle will just repeat itself. I don't know. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, the the derayification. That's that's a that's an excellent phrase. Oh, that fucking guy. I remember when I first got on Twitter, I was like, oh, he's so cool. Like, that's the. That's the, uh, the 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 model activist. That's yeah. uh, 
what a what an interesting guy. He's got some 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 severe views, but uh, perhaps I can make room in my heart for and, for D. Ray McKesson. Yeah, and like that's the thing. And like yeah. as I said, like like in general, like all these brands, the most hilarious one was uh, if if the Twitter account for Blacked dot com can just like kind of put out. <laughs> like a like a you know like a blanket blm statement like i don't know like is uh-huh. is it is it still <laughs> meaningful because like if it's going to be widely adopted if like nabisco is going to tweet out uh-huh. your your political slogan is it really challenging anything i don't know or is it right I don't know. right well i mean has it just been has, like, has like, like black lives matter as like a rhetorical thing been like absorbed and defanged and 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 gentrified just like sheerly on the level of rhetoric i don't know i don't know like it it seems to be that well obviously the movement has no control over what brands do and what brands say and it's not as if there's like a there's like a you know it's not as if it's a uniform coherent like political movement right of course of course like there there is I mean, I think I think Black Lives Matter is like there is an organization, sure, in some capacity, but obviously it's a lot wider than the official foundation. Yeah, but it's not like as if all these, these all protests these are like that, that one organization. No, dispatches, no, they're right? not. They're not. This is just like organizing. The, that's why I think like like those like kind of lefty contrarians I complained about on the last episode. I do think they they have some valid criticisms of it all, but it's like mm-hmm. it's not as if this is like. Like they seem to think that there's like, uh, like uh, the whole thing has is a, is a result of like, uh, like a boardroom of PMCs at Black Lives Matters uh, headquarters who are just like organizing right. Uh, right. Uh, every protest. But that's not the. I mean, if it, for the most part, it's just everyday people reacting right. spontaneously. Right. Is it not? Exactly. Like that. That's what I would say. Like this is this is people getting their friends to go out. Obviously, like. I don't know. I, I ignored every fucking email Bernie Sanders sent me over the past year and a half. Like, like those mailing lists don't inform what people do. It has to come from actual events happening in the world. And like, as far as as far as what the brands are doing, like they have no reason not to do this right now. Like they the only the only I don't know the only companies that are that have any reason to not do like a, a support in some capacity of of the movement for black lives like it would be like my pillow or something or like whatever these but like the reason they have you know, no reason to is because it it doesn't like to just say black lives matter implication being you shouldn't kill black people for no reason mm-hmm. like yeah that out of context who in the who in the world could disagree with that sentiment but like right. what they're reducing it to is just like this this like yeah it's wrong to be racist but that's also like not a not enough because like if if, yeah. if like the black lives matter movement were to be taken to like its ultimate conclusion it would you know forgive me it would like threaten capital it would threaten big business or ideally it would i mean i don't know that that, that mm-hmm. is the thing mm-hmm. like if there were to be like a multiracial coalition of disenfranchised people that would threaten Nabisco. But just saying right. you shouldn't be racist against black people, that doesn't. So how right. how, how powerful, right. you know, a slogan or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. Am I making any sense? I, I think you are making sense. I mean, from from my perspective, like brands are just trying to cover their own ass. They're not they're not genuinely trying to help the movement in any way. Well duh, yeah. Like, I think they I think they are aware of I don't know, but I I wonder if people like you and me who spend a lot of time online, I, I bet we're more keyed into this stuff than your average protest goer who's like, like, this shit sucks. Like, maybe they see, like, McDonald's or, like, Whole Foods make a statement, but I don't think that figures into it a lot for your, like... Well, I'm not necessarily saying that, like, they're doing stuff. that influences people. I'm just saying that they're doing that is evidence that like the the rhetoric is is not they wouldn't be like spreading it if it was actually dangerous to them 
That's what I'm saying. I'm not right, saying they're actually right. influencing people by doing it. I'm saying like they're doing it is the result of it being a now like kind of decontextualized like defanged politics i guess you know what i mean yeah yeah for like sure like saying black sure. lives that, matter that, it's easy to like just like take that and be like yeah it's bad to be racist right we can all agree on that but that's different from saying course. like you know let's abolish the police let's let's like, abolish the police or let's let's, let's, their funding let's to transition bone, out of whatever. capitalism or something like that like something that of would course, actually threaten big business so like it's easy for them right. to appropriate this because they could they can be reductive about it and like simplify it but mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. so yeah so, so that shows the like limits that, of the of the, the the conversation that's been set forth but yeah right the, the messaging of purely like like Black Lives Matter. Let's not be racist. Let's not. Yeah, like decoupling anti decoupling anti racism from anti capitalism. I guess you know not to right not to, right. That is like I like I because I genuinely think if you do decouple those things, like you're gonna hit a dead end. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and that's uh, that's gonna be the challenge of this of this whole thing. Um, like when when you have Whole Foods and Amazon and like like Netflix and like they're, and they're doing they seem to be doing everything they can that that does not that 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 just ignores the like the structural problems like they're they're really they're using their platforms to to just kind of blast this kind of very very trite. Yeah, well, um, they they just their version of it is just like shallow identity politics, like everything else. Yeah. and yeah. I don't know. This may be like this is something I was thinking about today. Like, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but just kind of thinking about like like just thinking a lot about this moment and the protests and everything. I was thinking about how like like how that messaging can be flawed. It's like all right, so like why is the statement "All Lives Matter"? offensive we know why it's offensive because it connotes mm -hmm. a glibness about you know the the realities of racism like to say that yeah. uh betrays the fact that you are oblivious to the fact that systemic racism exists like you're saying black lives matter all lives matter obviously why that's offensive mm -hmm. is because you are exposing your own uh, uh blindness to the fact that uh, racial prejudice is a is a a pervasive and uh, extremely destructive force in America. Yeah, but like I I kind of feel like to be a white person who is hip to that, you either have to be someone who has gone to college in the past twenty years or so, or you're someone who's who like prides themselves in their liberalism which also probably mm -hmm. means you've gone to college point being like like poorer white people who don't appreciate that nuance um mm. I, I i kind of feel like you're not doing yourself any favors in the long term like jumping to vilify them just because they they like they haven't gotten that memo or they're not on that level mm. of discourse do you know what i mean I do, and obviously, I think and that's, obviously, that's like I, a, I know that it's used as like a racist cudgel by, for example, people from Long Island who are relatively uh, affluent. <laughs> but I feel like there are right, like right. poorer or working class white people who exist who don't appreciate that nuance, who would be either alienated from or rejected from like this this broad left circle because they mm -hmm. haven't like mastered that language or appreciated that distinction hmm. yeah i think i think there's i think there's definitely a lot to that and like just by just by the virtue of of where we grew up like what kind of industry we're in like we don't like i certainly don't interact with like many of the working poor in any kind of regular basis unless they're like unless they're like cashiers or like like service workers things like that like there's not you know yeah like, like for example uh my homegirl uh AOC uh tweeted something <laughs> this week where she was uh she like was doing like a video about white fragility and like the pull mm -hmm. quote on the tweet was like 
So, white fragility, it's kind of ironic because when you bring it up to people, they get very defensive. Oh, and it's like right, and it's right. like this is the path to our to socialism. Like first of all, right, who wouldn't right. get upset if you called them fragile to their face, you know? But mm. it's like I don't know, like again, like like privilege discourse like like doesn't right, help. Right. I don't I like I don't know if it does. I feel like it don't like it's it's a way for like relatively uh, 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 more privileged white people to pat themselves on the back and and cleanse mm-hmm. themselves of sin and that it just alienates everyone else. Yeah. I that's it's a tough one, right? Because in in this country, like you had you had all of these situations throughout history where like you know, like the Italians, the Irish, like were not considered part of that in-group. Like we're not considered part of like respectable white people. And at that point it was because it was like they were they were Catholics, like they were considered like these unwashed masses. And like they they eventually have like been brought into this like this sphere of of whiteness. And like a lot of those a lot of those people are still very racist and but they they like remember the um the stuff about like oh like italians were oppressed like the irish were well i'm not even saying i'm not even really saying that i mean you know right i'm i'm I'm, uh, it's been established i'm firmly uh anti-wop um but yeah yeah yeah. i'm kidding but uh (laughs) sort of but no i'm saying like like obviously (laughs) obviously white privilege exists i'm not uh, the duh Mm -hmm. but i'm saying like uh, like for your rhetoric to be focused on like like the politics of self-flagellation like a poor person right, who like right. has like a meth head brother who's been like killed by the police in the middle of the country you think you're going to bring him into the fold of your workers movement by lecturing him about his relative white privilege like no you're not well, that's no, not a useful tactic you're going to bring tactic. you're going to bring that you're going to bring that guy in by saying fuck cops like cops suck yeah like, because that guy's been harassed i'm saying by privilege the cops. discourse is not i'm not saying it's incorrect i'm saying it's not useful as a political tactic right. that's not how you're going to bring right. people into the tent you know but mm-hmm. yeah yeah i for sure like this stuff is this stuff has been talked about a lot and i i know i agree i agree with you ralph like it is it is it seems to be of limited utility especially like as we mentioned last week like these kind of these kind of big public displays where you like like you yeah, like the oh, white like the I'm white people seance of like joining hands in a circle and saying right. i right. renounce my white privilege you know you're just like <laughs> you're just that's self-serving like it's it doesn't yeah. help anybody yeah. and it's fucking cringe mm-hmm. but i don't know Let's, it is it is cringe like i i get where it comes from like it's it people are trying to but help come on, and, but, but come on but come on to do that you have to be a fucking bourgeois white person it's, for that to even occur I think, to you i think so you have to have no so. actual you may be well-meaning but you have to have no real strife in your life to like mm-hmm. ca- to like prostrate yourself in that way and be like yes i'm gonna mm-hmm. run like you're just trying like because that that means your whole world is just like scoring ephemeral woke mm-hmm. points and that's why you're doing right it, you know right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know let's talk about gotta, something that really matters is spongebob gay yeah SpongeBob is SpongeBob's the straightest man I've ever met. Wow, um, you've met him? I loved. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. You saw I've that was him, trending. Might have been my heart. Yeah, I saw it was trending. I saw the post. Um, very funny. If if you're not familiar, Nickelodeon like did a Pride Month post where like we're gonna we're gonna like like to LGBTs and their allies like happy pride month and it was like spongebob a middle-aged man airbender i have no idea who he is yeah and i don't know who the third person was that was that was kara from the the like the last airbender Hmm. or something interesting that you know that yeah yeah i don't know why i know that um but but spongebob was front and center um, People like to do this. J.K. Rowling uh, has done it, where it's like you're mm-hmm. trying to score woke points retroactively by like assigning like mm. a post hoc sexual identity to your character, right. even though there's right. like no evidence in the text. And it's like, yeah, Sponge, like I don't know, does does SpongeBob have to have a sexual identity? I'm not sure. I like don't he's think a talking so. sponge, uh, mm. and it's like 
it, it's funny. It's like it's not even like a situation in which it's like, oh, well, he's coded as queer. Well, it's like, no, he's like I actually remember like no. SpongeBob at the height of its popularity <laughs> when I was a little kid. There was like kind of like a minor controversy because parents were like, oh, he's gay, and it's like, well, it's so funny because like whenever they do this, it's like they're telling on themselves. It's like, well, why is SpongeBob? Why is he gay? Why is he a gay icon? It's like, oh, because he's like silly and jovial. And it's like, oh, oh okay. So we're just going to like, <laughs> we're just going to like validate like the, just like stereotypes oh, of him being flamboyant. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's gay to enjoy your life. You know, like, hey, fellas, right, is right. it gay to be happy? You know, so it's like mm-hmm. SpongeBob is, I don't know. It's it's to me like he, he seems just like a like an asexual. Obviously. Legend. Yeah. He's a cartoon like, character. Like SpongeBob is ace. Yeah, I I just love that it's like he's, he's a talking sponge and he's funny because he's like a hyperactive imbecile. But it's like Nickelodeon looks at that and says, "Oh, he's he's a member of the LGBTQ that's community a gay man. for yeah. sure." Yeah, but, right, right. He's it's it's kind of like Goku in that regard. Like they're both they're both simply unconcerned with such matters. Well, I feel like Goku. Like the, okay, n- now you've. I feel like Goku. Now, oh no! Uh oh! Is <laughs> he is actually. Like, there was a quote from the creator of Spongebob who was like, yeah, I don't know. I never really thought of them as sexual beings. I just assumed he was asexual. And then, of course, like, yeah, of course. He lives, he's a sponge who lives in a pineapple under the sea. He's just supposed yeah. to be funny. But, like, people seized on that, like, oh, asexual Spongebob's legend. asexual. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. He There is no sexual dimension in Bikini Bottom. Goku, however, is is pointedly... Volcel, that is intrinsic to his character, but SpongeBob not mm-hmm. being horned, like I just don't think that's a factor either way. You know what I mean? It's not. I, it's not I, a significant part agree. of the text. His absence of sexuality, right. where it is, whereas right. it is with Goku. Like, like Goku, Goku did have sex. Like he he fathered Gohan and Goten. But it was just kind and of Goten. and Goten. But it was like I don't know. It was like waking up for him. Like he just kind of. That's that's yeah. That's he's just something. Yeah, that he's not like he doesn't. For. He's not. Uh, he's not uh, scandalized by pussy. You know, he'll no, he'll certainly. he'll it's he'll like, make love to his wife, but it's uh-huh. it's, like it's, he, it's 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 a, a dispassionate, um, uh, carrying out of biology. I would wager. Of course, yeah. There's there's no there's no joy or pathos in it for him. Yeah. It's simply, it's simply breathe in, jo- breathe out. Joy or father pathos. children. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Those th- my favorite ways to fuck. No, qu- no question. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Sometimes both at once. I'd love to see it. Oh boy. Ah, man. I I cannot wait to. I Paris? this is the second time I've said this on. I've, this is the second time I've said this on the show, and I can't believe I'm saying it again. But I cannot wait to be horny again someday. Interesting. At a, at a distant point. Like so, you're admitting that you've been horny in the past. Now hang on. Uh, you just said horny think, again. Uh, Hold on, wait a me, minute. Let me. Have you had sex? Hang on, let me. Let me. Let me. Ralph, Ralph, wait, 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 wait. Now let's. <laughs> oh let's, my let's, god. Let's backtrack a second. What the hell? Let's backtrack a second. I think. I think what I meant to say was that I. I would be open in the future to exploring the possibility of just kind of knowing. What you it said is again to be horny. Can we? Can we? Uh, can we? Can we cut that? Can we like go back? Can we? Well, like, I'll, I'll just kind of. I'll cut it out. Kind of but, uh, yeah, 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 I'll cut it out. Okay. I'll cut it out, yeah. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you. I, I like. I can't. You admire. You like admire this. feats as you would the Chrysler Building. As, because as of you its would the Chrysler architectural Building architectural like Neuschwanstein yeah, yeah. prowess. Yeah. You get it. Like and and I, Ralph. I like. Okay. So this is. So what compelled is, you to say that? Record. We can, what do you mean? Do you, is has the pan has the quarantine. Uh, an unusual malaise. You'd just like to feel something. Is that what you mean? Is that where you're coming from? I mean, like it's it's like I was it's like I was telling you earlier. Like, and and like we don't we don't have to include this in the show. But like, there's such a. No, I'll cut it out. Like, okay, there, there's such a there's such a. It's like there's like there's like a tingling in the air. Hmm. It's like something's about to happen. It's like it's like you've left the stove on for far too long. Sure. You know, like like the room has been filled with gas, and you can either perish, or you can light that fucking match. You know, damn. Like what? Which which one am I gonna choose? Am I gonna wait? Well, hold gonna on, hold under? on, hold on. So the room you've left the stove on, and the room yeah, is full of gas. Yeah. So your options uh-huh. are to do that's dangerous. If you light the stove, you can create an inferno that can harm you. Right. Even that I that could harm me, yeah. or or I simply succumb to breathing the gas in, which would so, also. 
harm you and possibly kill you. Right. I, I like I'm I'm dead either way. Like that's what I'm and saying. And what is this like, supposed to symbolize? This is this is this is the horniness question. Okay. Like, so you're I, saying I, in your mind you can either die of horniness or uh, or uh satisfy that horniness which would also kill you? I I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so. I'm cuz I'm I'm unwilling to 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 follow through. I can with any I can appreciate simply... the former, but why would why would the latter result in some form of self destruction? Well, I I just couldn't live with myself. Oh, if I, I see. If I like, I if see. I, it would be it would be a betray betrayal of your identity, your tenet. principles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. You get me, pal. Okay, we can start. We can start recording. Well, that's a <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, just leaving a note for oh. myself in the edit. Uh, okay. Back now. Okay. All right, and we're back to it. Welcome back. But yeah, to if I learned podcast, that SpongeBob folks. sucked a dick, that would it wouldn't oh. it wouldn't break my heart. It would just be like it's not. I don't know. It's not necessary. Or maybe he did. I don't give. A, I don't give a shit. But yeah, who cares? Like, because because asexual people can have sex. Like that's they they're allowed to. You know, it's true. Because just not part of their. It's not part of. I, do you do you know any any people that if there's a gay one, it's Squidward. Though? You know. Because Squidward kind of so. seems like he's like the hmm. the aging gay man who never got out of the small town, and he has hmm. like a level of erudition and classiness that's not a, not appreciated by his hometown bumpkins. But because hmm. he never broke out, he never really reached a level of sophistication that would suit him. Should he ever like right. Right. Uh, like bump shoulders with with people in you know some some genuinely cosmopolitan sphere, and he's not in the closet, but he kind of misses the closet. He kind of misses the eighties, you know. So uh, he's got kind of like a depressed like maybe, maybe old I school kept gay my man family. vibe, and he knows at the end yeah. of the day, you know, he's he's a mediocre artist. He, his his aspirations mm. are frustrated, and and he's depressed, and what he clings to. But all he has left to cling to is this feeling of superiority um, when oh. observing characters such as SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> but deep down, he kind of envies their, you know, their free spiritedness. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, that's that's a pretty good read. That's a pretty good read on Squidward. like if you had this, to this... if you had to tag one character as as mm-hmm. queer, you know. Right, right. Like, like this increasingly rare uh, figure who, like, who, like, had a family. Maybe, like, maybe he married a woman when he was younger, mm, and then yes, like, first then marriage. Like much later on Beard. in life, at like, at like, at like fifty five, sixty, he's like, okay, like I'm gonna. He be, missed. He missed I'm the. Be uh, he missed the gay party, and he yeah, never fully yeah. self actualized. Right, right. And, and if listen, if he were to here's is, the thing, if he were to leave Bikini Bottom, he. In Bikini Bottom, he's too he's too hip for Bikini Bottom and that and that brings him despair. But because he hasn't left already, because he didn't leave in his 20s, if he were to leave, he wouldn't be able to to compete with or or vibe with people in more enlightened circles and that would bring him despair. So he's he's Oof. he's in this like sad fearful bubble. Um, Ugh. you know what I mean? Oh, the tragedy of our time, bro. And it's like, like pathetically, that's... he has like a print subscription to the New Yorker, doesn't even know uh... what Jacobin is. And like, he's <laughs> like, oh, I read the New Yorker. I'm ba ba ba. And that's I'll like his, his pathetic little thing that makes him feel superior to his mm-hmm. neighbors, SpongeBob and Patrick. But oh, like, man, if he I were to... to be tested, he's not hip. He's over the hill. He's old, you know? <laughs> but not old enough that you can forgive his obsolescence. Right. Oh, my goodness. There but for the grace of God go we, Ralph. Am I right? <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, uh... Speak for yourself, pal. <laughs> uh, I used to date someone who, like, very consciously was like, I'm reading every New Yorker. Like, I will never miss an issue of the New Yorker. Like, I'm reading I'm reading. Every, oh, like every, every new magazine. issue. Every new issue, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I had a subscription to the New Yorker at one point. I guess they have some good articles, some good pieces. Uh, the only the the only uh, ones. I mean, they're they're fucking lib as shit. I mean, they have some good articles right. every now and then. I mean, you know, they they have some. 
I like the profiles every now and then. I like Richard Brody, uh, the 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 one of the film critics they have over there. Uh, but no, it kind of sucks on the whole. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that's too bad. Well, who cares? Do you, do you have any like print subscriptions oh, that you enjoy? Lord, no, I had Jacob. Here's the thing. Here's uh, here's how yeah. you evolve. All right. <laughs> when I was first living on my own in Brooklyn, on my coffee uh, table was the New Yorker. Yep. Some years go by. I evolved mm-hmm. politically. What's replaced it? Jacobin Magazine. That's right. You're a fire with new ideas. Mm-hmm. And you've got Bosch Carson car in your hand and you're you're vibing with it. That's right. right. Some more years passed. I enter mm-hmm. my final form. What adorns Ooh. the coffee table? Shudder to think. Pornography. So that's where, you know, that's, and it's like, all right, this is, here we go. This is self-actualization. This is, this is, this is honesty of the self. That's gross. Colliding with honesty of the will. Yes. Like more of that, more of that, I say. Listeners, go ahead and cancel your And really the next level is not having the porn is losing uh, not just sexual interest, but interest in other people at all and having maybe... Uh Uh-huh. A cookbook or just like right. a book that is just like a catalog of different kinds of amphibians, just kind of like a passive autistic interest in something that's completely divorced from like my personhood. That is the real final form. And to yes, your point, yes, like, mm. we are only liberated when when the when the fire of uh of horniness is finally, you know, mm. smutted out. But yeah. Ooh. And it drifts away in a thin trickle of smoke. That's right. And it disappears. And then you can just focus on tending to your garden. Exactly. Making your own kimchi. No, that's bleak. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) I don't know. I'm ambivalent about that. But uh, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of, because, you know, at least for, for owners of male genitalia, it is important to ejaculate every now and again for medical reasons. That's what they say. And so... It would be, it would be like, yeah. What's I, your, I what's your work around for that? Well, I, I simply, I simply jerk off to the ideals of uh, pure beauty, you know. Which is and what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, uh, like, like a lovely spring morning where you can. Uh, I see. You know, just see see the sunlight dapple through the uh, through the lilac leaves. I'm talking about uh, catching a whiff of mock orange as you walk down the lane. Perhaps you've got a perhaps you've got like a like a a swell dog with you. Perhaps you don't. I see what you know? I see what you're saying, but I'm wondering because you know, like horniness, it's a it's it's not something that you can it's not something you can control. It's not something you you, you can't help what you're attracted to. So how have you well, certainly so how have you like gerrymandered your psyche in such a way that you even can get off to just things that are arguably aesthetically beautiful but have no sexual content right Right. how did you arrive at this place okay so so you you begin at that point where you're like you're just seeing something that is some would call it objectively beautiful it does something for you like wow look at that like you are moved in some that's real nice you're moved and then and then you you kind of you kind of remove layers and you start to get down to something more primal you start to think what are the geographic what are the cosmic forces right. that have allowed this this pastoral and what scene is my relationship to, to it because you have exactly. to have a, you have to have a connection you have to have a communion between you and it uh-huh, so it's like this uh-huh. sunset and, is and, beautiful why do I think that's beautiful? How is that something that is embedded in my identity? And how can I then extrapolate that thing and, in a sense, in my imagination, fuck it with my dick? Exactly, exactly. You're peeling back layers, man. This is all about the layers. You're peeling back the layers. I'm getting and excited. Suddenly, yeah, man. As you should. This is this is the thought process I go through. Like I'm like as soon as we as soon as we hang up. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm finishing some business. You know, what you're I'm looking about? you're looking at some fucking stock photos of the Grand Canyon, son. That's right. That's right. And and just like, oh, atoms crashing together. You've got you've got hydrogen in the middle of a star turning into helium, Woo! just like spurting out into space. Boy, ow, howdy! Ow, ow. Ooh, <laughs> we love to see it, folks. Um, 
God damn. Oh, I haven't I haven't said that on an episode in a long time. That's it's been like What's it's that? been like a good twenty episodes. I haven't said you love to see it in a long time. It has not been twenty you know? episodes. I feel like you say it's it so often you're not conscious of it. No. No. Oh, do I I feel like okay. you may have said it on the last episode. I'm not sure. Oh. Well, I'm getting mm, Okay. Well my You did my, kind of my, make a deliberate sexual excitement to stop has, saying that, right? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I I uh I made an effort, but now I've been reminded of my failure and my uh and my my boner is gone. It has dissipated. Ralph. It has dissipated. Like the as head all of like must. the head of a turtle, your your cock oh. has retreated into your cavity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um where it and, will stay uh, for at least a fortnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if it shows its face, it will get a bludgeoning. That's right. As it must. From a beat all that is not dirty, yet right. filthy things must. <laughs> Plucked from the dirt farm. <laughs> which is which is doubly harmful because then you won't you don't get to eat that beet come winter and and mayhap you develop a a scurvy of sorts. Mm-hmm. But it is do a beets, it is, do beets it is a fight scurvy against deserved. scurvy. I thought that was citrus. They they don't. They don't. Oh, I see. What, what what gives you? Vitamins? Sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to I don't mean to poke holes in your riffs, but yeah, I'm just trying. <laughs> just thought you were an authority obviously. on this sort of thing. I thought I would, I wanted to educate my own self, but yeah. Oh, uh, obviously, um, citrus does not grow at this latitude where I am, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so most people in town have scurvy, and it's a it's a <laughs> bit of a public health crisis. You can't even you can't even are, buy it at the good store. Folk. Strangely, yeah. No, no, it was it was out loud by the town council because why would we, they do such a thing? That makes no sense. I don't understand. Well, because it was to, it was to fight the moral failings of the citizens. Like if <laughs> if God wanted us to to keep our what does scurvy do? If if God wanted us to keep our our, our regular so wait, let me get bodies, this straight. He would have Your given town us the vitamin outlawed C. lemons, limes, and the like because mm-hmm. they yeah, collectively yeah, yeah. the majority wanted to punish themselves not only punish themselves but for some reason punish themselves specifically through the disease of scurvy yes yes it's a it's it's a moral disease it makes you feel the right things it brings you closer to the divine scurvy specifically nut yeah yeah wow it allows it allows you to get that 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 godly nut you know what i mean it's uh because we're all about this here damn we're all about this. You it's, you hail uh, from a, a rich tradition. I think so, and I'm trying to carry <laughs> it on. And that's that's this is why I, you know I, I I agreed to do the podcast just to like get the word out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's there's so many communities up here that are like just kind of extinct now, like uh, kind of former utopian societies who what like what who um do you know like like shakers. No. You, are you familiar no. with those people? Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's like a Christian sect, and it kind of had its heyday in the early 1900s, back when there were like a lot of utopian societies kind of moving to New England and upstate New York, and the Shakers, like they, they strongly believed in like a a, a life satisfaction achieved through work and through community, but they were celibate, and so the only way that they could improve their membership was to adopt orphans um at a, and at a certain point the u.s government um outlawed that practice like made it so that um religious communities couldn't adopt kids and so that was their that was their death knell like they they couldn't huh. recruit anymore but there's like a lot of these kind of remnants in new england and upstate new york of like communities of a similar make who were like because they were they were like the horny societies and there were the 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 volcel societies like some some of these utopian societies they would like okay like we're we're polygamous we're polyamorous like we're we're gonna do free love and those like obviously they could fuck and they could have see kids. I feel like most people don't they don't associate Maine with this they think moose yeah that's about yeah. it yeah. yeah. You'd think so, but oh boy, you've got some uh, you've got some some swingers in barns up here as well. Um, things have been known to get a little uh, frisky in the in the cold months, if you know what I mean. Um, and then and I understand that the, uh, I understand that moose is a is kind of a a, a a colloquialism for like the ultimate unhorned. Like you are, if you are truly yeah. devoid of sexual desire, 
because like mm-hmm. the the moose it, it has like kind of a a stillness a stoicism to it so it's like exactly it's like oh you ain't gonna exactly. tempt him none sister him there's a moose mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you ain't, you ain't, the you, highest honor one can hope you ain't to gonna achieve. be you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be made loose by no goose all right <laughs> so put that gash away evelyn you know <laughs> evelyn yeah exactly oh we all know an evelyn marianne up here <laughs> sister mary paul sister mary paul lloyd mm. is a moose lloyd is a moose he won't be entering you <laughs> so go home to your meat uh, and your cabbage uh, water i will lay only with the with the vegetables of the field mm-hmm and the soil of the earth to which and the sun I hope is to and return. the sun itself as it sets as it sets oh boy so take your take your wound in the damp prairie that resides just above it <laughs> and 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 get out of here uh. <laughs> is that right am i picking oh. up what you're putting down just a regular tuesday night ralph <laughs> up here <laughs> Up here where men are men. I know you miss uh, New York. Why don't you just go back? Are you still that scared of coronavirus? It's because like I'm I'm like I I, I mentioned I put a deposit down on the place, but like I didn't leave Mm -hmm. in the first place. Like I was a little I was wary in the beginning, but I wasn't like I didn't leave because I was so scared of the coronavirus. It's because my lease was up. I hated my my roommates and I'm like, oh, well, what's the sense? I might as well lay low for a minute. Not not uh, anticipating how long this would go on. But anyway, point is, like, you still have a place. You deliberately left your place to avoid the coronavirus, right? Yes, yes. And I think I think the main thing that has been preventing me from going back, it's not really the fear of a reemergence. It's more that I feel like my life would be worse because I would have less room to Right. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Like, yeah. I would have to share a smaller space with more people. Yes, yes. Like I don't know. It's just kinda But you have to weigh that against the psychic pain of living with your parents. That's very true. And I, I, I feel like I'm coming. I'm coming to a, a head. Like I'm going to be making decisions. Soon. God, it's so I don't sad. Think... I know I know some people have died, you know, but <laughs> I really like <laughs> I was so looking forward to us recording the pod just like on the stoop or on a dang roof in Brooklyn. And we were we were denied that, that was in, the plan. A, in a cruel twist mm-hmm. of fate. Mm-hmm. But we well, will we will in due course. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's just Let's just, you know, who needs the nursing homes anymore? Let's 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 fuck them up. The pod needs to be recorded, Ralph. Like we're yeah. not, we're all we have is time. Look, but time is running out. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good note to end on, right? I think so. Um, well, folks, you can you can follow Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. You can follow me at Void Howler. You can follow the podcast and the podcast posts sometimes. That's at Feeling Well Pod. Um, Rate and review Ralph. us five stars on uh, Apple For Podcasts and whatnot. Yep. And uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, why not? Stick it to Maybe the fucking like pigs. And mm-hmm. uh, get out there, have fun, mm-hmm. be safe. And uh, yeah, Lloyd, mm-hmm. always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah.